Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Psychic Hour. This is Katie Weaver, and I'm here with my sister, co-host, and partner in all of the metaphysical realms, Christy Brower. Hello. Hello. Hey, everybody. It's Thursday. It is. There's been a lot of crime this week, and we finally step away from Mm -hmm. it and do something else. Sounds good. Sounds very good. We'll take it. (laughs) Well, how's it going? How's your day? Uh, pretty good. We had a nice little coffee visit this afternoon, and um, it's snowing like it's Christmas, which yeah. is really weird. Uh, in February, at the end of February, not um to be expected, honestly. Yeah, but uh, I'm good. Other than that, really, I mean, excellent. Yeah, I mean, life. it's been weird this week because it's been really cold. It was. Mm-hmm. 20-some below with wind chill uh, yesterday morning. Yesterday, where my daughter lives in Montana, it was 37 below. (laughs) Then today, it had warmed up with wind chill. Today, it had warmed up to 29 below. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That kind of cold is just... Oh, yeah. Her car won't start. Like, it's just... It's awful. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it might be snowing here, but... wouldn't be if it you know if it was that cold so i'll take the snow yeah it is at least slightly warmer it's just so strange to get like these big heavy snows like we've had a couple of times recently mm-hmm. that are like what we normally get at christmas time we call it christmas yeah. snow these huge mm-hmm. flakes with lots with snow that really sticks to the roads and stuff mm-hmm. like that really wet yeah why are we having this at the end of february i just i do not know i don't either it's bananas yeah it is for sure. Well, and we did. We had a nice coffee session with our aunt, our mom's sister. Yeah, uh, lives locally to us, and uh, but we still don't see her a whole lot, just you know, because of life and whatnot. But uh, every so often, we try to uh, at least sit down and have coffee with her, and it is always a good time because she is hilarious. She is. You do not know what's going to come out of her mouth. Mm-mm. No, it's, she's fun it's as hell. Great. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she's a lot of fun. I, I think we, there were several people in this. It's a small coffee shop, and mm-hmm. there were several people in there clearly working on their laptops. And I'm sure they were sticking their <laughs> earbuds in because we were laughing our asses off. We had a great time, and I thought, well, it's probably not a great place to like study or work today because we are loud. <laughs> but it was really fun. There was a guy at a table near us that kept turning around and looking at us, but it wasn't really like hateful. I wondered if we were bothering him, but he kept kind of turning and looking and then he gathered his stuff up, but he really kind of watched us all the way out the door. And I thought, I wonder if we bothered him out the door or if he was just uh, curious about who these women were over here using that kind of language and <laughs> telling those stories. I don't know. <laughs> Cacklin and cousin on sort of our life story, really. Pretty much. Yeah. Well, good. Well, all is well here, too. Want to say hi to our chatters, of course. GB, Sherry, Lauren, Language of Horses, Corin. We have Lauren and Corin. Oh, nice. <laughs> Gigi. Uh, oh, we see. have GB and Gigi. <laughs> yes, GB and Gigi. We have other Sherry. We have Amy. We have RJ. We have Jessica. We have Jennifer. We have Rhonda. Hey, Rhonda. We have Tracy. So welcome, everybody. Nice to see you all here in the chat room. Uh, I have a teeny bit of show and tell. Mm. So a couple of projects I've been working on. This is a poured resin project. It's a Aww. little propagation station for plants. You can yeah. see it's... Uh, That's super cute. hard to show you exactly how, how cool that resin turned out, actually. But anyway, that's both sides of it, but... Anyhow, yeah, is that not the cutest? That is, that's super cute. Yeah. Oh, want to say hi to MJ and Patricia and Lynn. Hey, Lynn. Yes. Lynn has a funny question for us. Uh, I've been working on memorizing your voices so I can tell you apart. Katie, are you the one with the pretty red hair? That's me, Christy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the one with the hot mess hair. (laughs) Katie's got the white headphones on and I have the black glasses. How's that? (laughs) There you go. Nice to see you, Lynn. And Patricia, of course. So, oh, my other show and tell, we've been printing these planters. Oh, yeah. That is really cute. Yeah. 
the planters are, there's two, there's Aphrodite and Venus. And then Scott very optimistically planted uh, <laughs> this uh, orchid in it. Oh, boy. Which, uh, God love him. More power to him. That's all right. I have to say. I, I won't get anywhere near this one. I can't keep orchids alive. Cannot. And I know there's all the tips. And um, I still can't keep orchids alive. So, Dude, anyway. I can't keep any plants alive. Yeah, like, so, yeah. yeah. More power to you guys. <laughs> mm, I can't keep orchids going to save my life. So, I also cannot. I have to show you the other plant I bought today. I went to the plant store. Can you tell? Um, but I, yes. <laughs> I bought look at this another planter, but uh, she's not. It's not really going to go in here. But jasmine, nice. this time of year, you will always find jasmine that's getting ready to bloom in the stores. It smells amazing. Oh yeah, and I will kill this plant. And I'm very sorry to say, I'm sorry. I am sorry. I'll do my best. They always die. I can't <laughs> keep them alive. Don't say it to it. Don't say it oh, out loud. God. No. You I will sustain you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to figure it out this time. I buy jasmine every year in the spring. And every year it's a disaster. But I love them. They are gorgeous. I don't have a black thumb typically. Christy does. She doesn't oh. actually. Her plants, her cats do. My cats do. I have four mm -hmm. cats. There is no, yeah, there is no uh, battling that. I will lose that battle every time. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, Lynn keeps all of her plants at work, including orchids, where others try and keep them alive. I don't know what my problem is with orchids. I know they get a tiny bit of water and that's it. Just leave them the hell alone. I know, but I still kill them. We'll see. Scott is really good with plants. so He is. You should probably let him uh, work on you, Jasmine. The Jasmine. I should put him in charge of the Jasmine. Yeah. Anyway, so she'll bloom in a minute and be absolutely smell amazing. And we're going to keep her alive this year. So what's going to happen? Hey, JR. So I want to say hi to Sherry and let's see. I know I saw someone else that I had missed. Maybe I didn't. Okay. <laughs> if I missed you, I'm sorry. It was never intentional. Oh, hey, it was Cranky. Hey, Cranky. Yeah. All righty. Well, per normal. Hey, Patricia. Well, per normal. <laughs> Lynn, Lynn oh. says, we have to water them regularly. It's why I also don't have children. <laughs> right. Okay. Kids will make you water them. Yeah. They you know. speak up. Plants just sit mm -hmm. there. Jennifer has even killed succulents. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Me too. I bought a lot of succulents I thought were cool as hell. And guess what? I killed them. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. But I, you know, like I said, my husband, he keeps the plants alive. Hey, Carrie. And I just, uh, you know, I love on them. How's that? I give him the love and he gives him the actual, you know, nutrition and sustenance to stay alive. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> There you go. Every time my daughter Matea comes home, because she is a big plant nerd, they fight constantly. There's constant, uh, I don't want to say fights, very heated arguments about whether or not this plant should be repotted. <laughs> Every plant. Whether he were at her house or she's here, they constantly go at each other. Well, that's got to be repotted. Look at those roots. You got to, no, I'm not bothering that plant. You don't bother that plant. Oh, my God. It's a thing, <laughs> you guys. Plant pissing matches are real. Anyway. <laughs> That's funny. Some that's... people can be a little intense. I have noticed. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. They have opinions, bro. <laughs> Big opinions. <laughs> mm -hmm. Anyway, it is Thursday night, so we always have to ask the big question. What did you make for dinner or have for dinner? Nothing yet. I haven't had wow. anything. Look at you. Need to. Got HelloFresh sitting right there in the kitchen. <laughs> have I turned <laughs> oh, yeah. it into anything tonight? No, I have not. Hello, Fresh is calling. <laughs> Actually, I'm loving Hello Fresh. It's very awesome. We're eating things that uh, we've not had before, and lots of variety, and just just been in such a rut that mm -hmm. doing this has actually been really good. And we only do like three meals a week because it's just the two of us, and some of them are big enough that they can actually be like leftovers for lunch. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I really like it. It's it's. If you're struggling with knowing what to cook, uh, some you know meal delivery service is pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, nice, very cool. Well, I made this recipe that I saw on TikTok. It's of like you did. <laughs> I have to find recipes on TikTok, or we don't eat. Uh, <laughs> no, you take your baking dish and you just put 
tomato sauce in it. I will admit I put spaghetti sauce because it's what I had. And then they put all the seasonings in it to like turn it into spaghetti sauce. But again, I had jarred spaghetti sauce from Costco, which is actually really good. So anyhow, you put that in your pan and then you put in some Parmesan cheese and some shredded cheese and some uh, cream cheese. And then you put it in the oven and bake it while you boil your pasta. And then when your pasta is done, you mix it all together. And it's kind of like mock vodka sauce, you know? Mm. Anyway, delish. It's really, really good. So Sounds anyway, good. that's what it did. Yeah. My gosh, some of you guys, you are so creative. I can't even. So <laughs> uh, Amy had breakfast for dinner. Always a favorite. Mm, yeah. Uh, Melissa had mac and cheese. Nothing for Lauren yet. Uh, Patricia had hamburger and mac and cheese. RJ had spring rolls. Ooh, Melissa broke her tooth. Ah, that's the worst. Oh, no. Cranky had fish sticks and rice. Sherry had a baked potato. Corin had Walmart deli fried chicken or supermarket, not Walmart. Hello. Supermarket <laughs> deli fried chicken and potato wedges. Uh, I don't know what this is, Rhonda. She had chicken salt and boca. Mm. Or salt and baca. I'm not sure how to say that. Okay. Do tell. We don't know. Right. Uh, Jennifer had chicken salad sandwiches. <laughs> Corin said, despite having a fridge full of HelloFresh herself, she ended up with a supermarket. Uh, <laughs> well, it's just one of those days. Hey, Erin. MJ had buffalo chicken wings and a shamrock shake. Hey, well, you know, she's living. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it is yes, shamrock Lord, it shake. It was so good. So, so good. Oh. Carrie did HelloFresh too, but switched to Green Chef and likes it too. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Lynn says she's been uh, exclusively podcast till now. Yeah. I'm so uh -huh. happy you're here. Okay. It's burrata, tomatoes, balsamic vinegar, and some frozen Costco beef. Oh, that's what she had. Nice. Mm. Burrata. Okay. Lynn, tell me how you ate burrata. Do you just eat it cold out of the fridge? Just like you just put it on your plate and eat it? It's is it fancier than that? I cannot understand. I've had burrata and I just. What is it? I huh? really want to like it, but it just, the texture of it just did me in. So I wonder. So it's, correct me if I'm wrong. It's like, it's a ball of fresh mozzarella, but it has shredded mozzarella inside of it. Like more like hard mozzarella inside of it and cream, heavy cream. Oh. It's like a, it's like a golf ball size, maybe a little bit bigger. You okay. kind of cut it open with your fork and you've got all the cream and the cheese inside of it. And the, I don't know. I want to like it. I do. I just, <sighs> tell me how you eat this. Maybe, maybe she ate it with balsamic vinegar on it, actually. And that mm -hmm. would probably actually make it really good. Something mm -hmm. about the texture of it gagged me and I couldn't do it. Mm. Never had it. Interesting. Okay. So it's okay. Rhonda's dish is with, uh, how do you say that? Prosciutto prosciutto and a lemon cream sauce salt mm. and boca wow that sounds amazing mm -hmm. jr had cheddar popcorn hey <laughs> yeah right. that might be me too i don't know mozzarella with creamy center she said yes with sliced tomatoes usually basil but had none and balsamic okay so kind of like a uh caprese caprese salad okay okay i could try it like that that makes sense to me i keep hearing about burrata i was excited to find it and just i don't know what it was the texture. I'm a weirdo. I Maybe I'll try again. Yeah, okay. it sounds like you should. Yes. Oh, All yeah, right. like Caprese. Okay. Well, very good. Yeah, like Caprese. Okay, very good. <laughs> JR, oh, Amy did popcorn for dinner last night. Hey, you know what? There's nothing. Actually, that was dinner here, too. I had cheese crackers and Scott had popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> well... It used, Rhonda, my wife, um, it used to be before we had, you know, our son, that would be, if I was gone for the night, she would have beer and popcorn for dinner. Mm -hmm. It's like, wow, wow. Now it's different, but mm -hmm. we're struggling a little bit right now because Rhonda has to have her gallbladder out. And so nothing yeah. sounds good. She doesn't want to eat. Everything mm -hmm. hurts. You know, when your gallbladder goes to hell, ugh, not fun. Yeah. So she's yeah. like, I, she, she asked me what I wanted for dinner. And I said, or if I wanted dinner. And I said, not yet. I'm not hungry. And 
she said, okay, actually, food just sounds gross. <laughs> oh, maybe we've had a ball, bad gallbladder. You know what that means. You know how yeah. that feels. Food just sounds gross. Yeah. Well, maybe she needs to just go back to popcorn for dinner for a while. Uh, maybe. With no butter. Maybe. That's not going to fly. And Cranky's, that's it. We've done Cranky in. Now she really needs popcorn. I hear this. Yeah. Popcorn's hard at my house because the pigs go crazy for popcorn. Like, be naughty about it. Stomp on you. Try and climb on your lap. Go nuts for popcorn. <laughs> if there are two foods that you bring into this house and the pigs lose their minds, it's popcorn and pizza. Oh, my God, pizza. Oh, wow. You about can't order pizza around here anymore because the scene, well, they have to go outside. That's it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Wow. They go bonkers for pizza. So, anyway. I thought it was just my dogs. So. Oh. <sighs> I didn't yeah. know pigs eat pizza. Only mine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, Scotty. We need to order a cheese pizza that's specifically, you know, so that they can have their own bite. And, you know, it's our own fault for giving them like pizza crust and stuff like idiots, you know, letting them have people food. Well, now they, now they know how damn good pizza is and nothing will ever be the same. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. Yep. She will feel so much better when it comes out, hi, Amy. It's so true. That's like the only surgery that like you wake up from surgery so much better, like instant pain relief. It's just crazy. Right. Yeah. Well, a few years ago, Christy and me and our other sister, Kara, all three of us lost our gallbladders in the same year. Yeah. And we all went to the same surgeon in the same hospital and had them all done. Yep. yep. We should have gotten some kind of discount. Rhonda's yep. should just be free because of that. We should have some kind of coupon now, but whatever. I should have medical credits all over town. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shoot, me too. <laughs> Don't you guys have a punch card or something? Right. I'm going to ask next time. <laughs> yes, just make sure there's no ham on that pizza, right, Cranky? Yeah. Um, <laughs> they they don't care. care. But I care. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a hard day. Mm. And, I, you know, a lot of you guys, a lot of us, so, you know, empaths are feeling it. Uh, the invasion of Ukraine has hurt. Empathically, it has hurt. And maybe some of you who have roots, you know, in these areas, it hurts. And... There's been a lead up, you know, we've all been worrying about this for a couple of weeks, really watching it for days. Uh, and the empaths are hurting. Yeah, whether you follow the news or not, whether you think this is a big deal for you or not, if you're an empath, you are feeling the weight of what's going on in the world right now. You're feeling this violence. You are feeling this ugliness. You're feeling this growing hate and discontent and fear. You're feeling it. You just, mm -hmm. you can't not. When you're an empath, you just, when there's global stuff like this, you are going to feel it. Mm -hmm. It's true. Yeah. We just have to be careful to not center ourselves within it. You know, like this yeah. is, yes, it's painful to watch, but mm -hmm. we have to not get so heavily into it that it, because it isn't happening to us unless we're there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's why. Um, I really like to do, um, you know, I did a, a healing on TikTok and Instagram today that I put out and mm -hmm. did some different things like, okay, I'm going to do what I can do. Yeah. And then not dwell because mm -hmm. there's just, um, nothing else I can do, you know, like we have to help however we can, mm -hmm. but really not get bogged down in it or try to take it on, you know? Mm -hmm. Yep, that's pretty much the uh, only place you can ground yourself, right? Is in uh, staying positive if you can, and yeah, not not falling too deep. Yeah, yeah. Well, and focusing on your own life. I mean, you, we still have mm -hmm. to focus on our our lives and what's happening around us and what we're doing. Yeah. Um, you know, but again, being as helpful as we can, um, in whatever way we can. You know, these mm -hmm. things are hard because it's so far away and. I don't have a missile launcher to fire back, you know, like I 
don't have anything I can do except for, um, you know, like doing healings for what's happening over there. Mm -hmm. I think here in the U.S. too, um, we can make a conscious effort to be peaceful amongst ourselves. Mm -hmm. I know uh, for me, reading like ugly political stuff being launched uh, back and forth across the aisle right now, I just cannot. You know what I mean? Like, I just can't, I can't, I have silenced a lot of family members that uh, just never stop with the political stuff. And I just can't, I can't do it every day. I can't, it's too much for me. And so much of it feels a a bit like a personal attack anyway, even though it's probably not, it kind of feels like it, you know, and you go, I just can't. But right now I'm really in that space too. Like, I don't want to hear this. I cannot do this. But then of course, uh, you know, we talked about this last night, too, on the Psychic Hour, but there was a terrible move in Texas towards uh, targeting transgender kids and their families that has uh, the LGBTQ uh, community really shaken and, and advocates. I mean, everybody, you know, yeah. very shaken and upset. Yeah. I mean, there's there's some reasons here mm-hmm. we're feeling so off. Yeah, it's true. Definitely yeah. true. So. With all of that being said, we thought this would be a good time to discuss a little bit uh, more in-depth empathic self-care, you know, self-care for empaths that are are feeling the gravity of the world right now, but also do a healing circle. So I think, Christy, let's go ahead and do a healing circle first, and then we'll move into the other stuff. Look at the crystal I'm going to hold for this. This Mm. is a, a huge amethyst laser scepter whatever you want to call it anyway it's my new baby gorgeous all right so i think i've got oh there you go uh, mangano calcite that i got for my birthday nice all right so go ahead and just close your eyes and take a couple of deep breaths Just allow your body to settle and your mind to go quiet. Tonight we're going to do a healing circle for the people of Ukraine and Russia and surrounding countries that are being impacted by the attack that's ongoing at this point. So I want you to visualize going outside, wherever you live. Just as you're outside, look up at the sky, look up at the night sky. You're going to see those stars. And when you look at those stars, you remember that the people struggling right now are looking up at the same stars. There are no real borders or boundaries. There's no countries. We're all one race, the human race. Now I want you to visualize Building a ball of energy between your hands. And that ball of energy is going to get about the size of a basketball. So just as you pull your hands apart, think about pulling the energy like it's taffy. Until you build it into a ball. And in this ball, you are going to place your intention about what you would like for the people of Ukraine, the people of Russia, Lithuania, the other countries around that area. So things that can go into that ball of energy. Love, peace, healing, protection, unity. So take a minute 
and put your intentions into the ball of energy. And it may change color, swirl around in different colors with all of your intentions. Just put your, and intentions are words or thoughts. So put those intentions into that ball of energy. And when your ball is full of your intentions, I'm just going to let go of it. It's going to float up into the sky. And you'll see it start connecting to all of the other balls of energy of all of the other people doing this exercise together. And all of those balls of energy are going to combine in a giant cloud. We're going to allow that cloud to settle over Ukraine. Building a, a dome of protective energy of love and peace over Ukraine and spilling out into Russia and the other countries nearby. We're just going to watch that energy. So it builds that protective bubble around Ukraine and spills out from around it the energy of peace and love and unity and protection. This energy will continue to stay settled over Ukraine. And you can always send another ball of energy at any time that you feel like you need to do something, you feel like you need to help in some way, then send another ball of energy to just add to the energy that we've now settled over the Ukraine and the Ukrainian people. And now, take a couple of deep breaths. And open your eyes. There we go. I love that. Beautiful. Yeah. You know, I just do these on the fly um, because I've been doing them for many years. Yeah. And so I never quite know what's going to come out of my mouth. Like, which way are we going to do this this time? And that's actually (laughs) a different way than I've ever done it before. So... That was perfect. Yeah. Very good. All right. So reminder, you can take yourself back there. You can go through that exercise anytime you want. And in the days to come, you may choose to do that again. Of course, you could always just pull this back up, you know. Mm -hmm. You could. You could just go right back through it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big. Yeah, Amy said her hands are tingling from that energy. Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, good work. Well, I think it rolls uh, dovetails beautifully into our topic. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Tracy said that was so beautiful. Carrie said, thank you for sharing how to do this. We'll continue to do this. Good. Because the yeah. truth is, you're not helpless. We feel helpless when stuff like this happens. Like Christy said, I don't have a missile launcher, you know? Right. How do I help fight back? And it's fighting back what I want to do. Am I a fighter, you know? Yeah. But doing work like this is what you can do, you know. And and there's other ways, of course, you know. At some point, there will probably be a financial need that maybe we can help fill or there will be, you know, some other way that we can help to contribute. But you can't ever discount the power of collective energy and collective work. Right. Because there is a lot of power in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's so true that when we do group work like this, it, it, it's just something different altogether, you know, Mm -hmm. when you can do it 
in a, in a collective of people. It just it amplifies the energy for sure. I, in my opinion, it's why things like prayer groups are so powerful because when you are combining the intentions of so many people, you create movement. It's possible. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Carol said boundaries, psychological boundaries, emotional boundaries are so necessary now. So we don't allow each one of us to be taken by the anger or frustration of it all. I think that's really, really good advice, Carol. Yeah. As in how much are you going to consume as far as the news or other media? I know I typically I am, I go on TikTok every day, you know, it's kind of how I fill time while I'm you know, doing housework and, you know, the mundane, mm-hmm. but today, uh, between most of the tech talkers that I follow that are so angry and upset about Texas and then add the Ukraine, oof, I haven't been on TikTok today. It was too much. Yeah. yeah it's a lot. And, and it's very true that we have to mm-hmm. first take care of ourselves because that is literally the only thing we can do, you know, in yeah. a lot of ways. And mm-hmm. Yeah, just super important. And yeah. yeah, Carol, you're right that it's really healthy for us all to remind each other mm-hmm. that you can take a break from these things and, you know, that you can. Mm-hmm. One of the things I like about doing energy work is it's like, okay, I feel better about the situation. Like, okay, I've done what I can do. Mm-hmm. Now I can move on with my day and do my things because I have done my part. I've done what I can mm-hmm. do. Well, and Christia, you know, you really are. Uh modeled for us beautifully what they what people in crisis do need here's what they don't need they don't need our sadness they don't need our pity they don't need our anger they don't need our frustration they have those things right right what they need for us to send back to them a mirror back to them Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline are the higher vibrating things, not the low vibrating things. It's right. no different than like when somebody goes through a death, you know, mm-hmm. and, and people come to them and say, oh, I'm just so sad and I'm so heartbroken and I'm so miserable. And oh God, no, that's no, not yeah. what they need. They need no. your strength, right? Yeah. They need your power. They need your compassion, but they need your big stuff, not your low stuff. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. And so that's the, you know, you want to be careful about what you, how you word it and what yeah. your intention is, you know, energy does mm-hmm. what we intend it to do. What we think is what our energy does. And, mm-hmm. you know, so it is important to be thoughtful about what you're, what you're sending out. Cause yeah, nobody needs sadness. Nobody needs sympathy. You know, people need love and strength and support and protection, yeah. and those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. There's a practitioner named Deborah King. She's mm-hmm. written a few books. Uh, we met her once at a New Age trade show. Mm-hmm. And she spoke. And one of the things she said that I found so fascinating, she was studying energy in New York City. And she got a job at a holistic hospital. And her job for several years was to come into the hospital for a few hours a day and sit with ill people. And reflect back to them, them in their wholest and wellest state. So it had nothing to do with where they were right now, mm-hmm. her job. It was just meditating, reflecting back to them, the energy of them being healed, whole, well. That was her whole job. And she did it for years. And she said, you know, that she witnessed so many amazing healings in that capacity. And I've always thought gone back to that and her talking about that thinking first of all how cool is that that there's a hospital in action you know like putting that kind of uh you know and hopefully marrying you know some eastern and western uh theories you know Mm -hmm. that 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 would be my dream come true i think but at any rate but the power of reflecting back what you want to see 
versus what you don't want to see, I think mm. is really, really big. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I, Renee. Absolutely. That's a really good point. Yeah. I've tried to do that with uh, people in my realm, you know, as they're ill or injured or hurting, you know, but reflecting back to them what you want to see for them. They're their highest and best. Yeah. 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 But with all of that being said, even if you are not looking at, um, you know, the news and the hard stuff, you're probably feeling it to some degree. So let's talk a little bit about some good self-care practices and techniques to keep you going. Yeah. I'm not ever going to tell you not to feel what you're feeling, right? We're not going no. to do that. That's right. a, a pitfall the new age world has fallen into in convincing people it's not okay to feel what you feel. Right. That's just not cool. It's not okay. Mm-hmm. Don't unpack your bags and live in places that you're unhappy, right? No. But if you're feeling sad, you can acknowledge you're feeling sad or right. feeling stressed. There's no shame in that. There's nothing wrong with that. No, you're not doing something wrong because you're no. feeling a certain feeling. Turns out, no. I don't know if you've ever tried to control your feelings, but we suck at it. We cannot mm-hmm. do it. We think we're controlling them when we stuff our feelings, but we're not. Mm-hmm. You can't control how you feel. You feel what you feel, mm-hmm. you know? So acknowledge it. Acknowledge it. And then if you want to steer the ship a little bit, okay. But acknowledge what you're feeling. That's okay. That, that's healthy. Yeah. That's good. For me, in times like this, where there is some uncertainty, and maybe I am feeling some sadness or some, some global weight, things like the practice we did tonight are really important for me. Uh, to meditate or to drum or to do some singing bowl work or some candle magic. You know, it depends on whatever feels right at the time. But some kind of ceremony or ritual for me is important. And then for me, it is a lot of times about either creating. So I might head down to my resin room, you know, or my art room, or just moving myself. Maybe I'll wash the dishes or, you know, straighten up the house. I'm not necessarily an angry cleaner. You know, people that are <laughs> clean when they're pissed, but mm-hmm. not so much for me. But but finding something to do is more yeah. like it for me. Finding something to do, you know, and definitely being careful about how much I consume as far as media because it gets to be too much for me way too fast. And those are the things that are probably key for me. Uh, what do you think, Christy? What do you work on? So uh, definitely meditation. And like this morning I did a med- did my meditation with, I always use solfeggio frequency or binaural beats because those are something that really resonate with me. And yeah. then I did my own healing session, you know, on the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that really helps me is listening to music and singing. Last night uh, we were making dinner and we were listening to Brandy Carlisle, who Rhonda and I love. And I was just singing at the top of my lungs because that's one way that I really kind of get out of my head and into my body and just Mm -hmm. feel way better. Yeah. It's a big one for me. Like if I need to bring my vibration up quickly, singing's going to do it for me every time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awesome. I love that. Carol said she plans to smudge the house for new energy around me. I think that's a brilliant idea. I actually was thinking the same thing a little while ago that I need to smudge and I need to make my kids smudge because I have heard from my son probably five times today. And it's all been about first. The first call was mom there. I'm only one year away from not being uh, eligible to be drafted. Uh And I said, honey, you're not going to get drafted. Nobody's getting drafted. And, but you know, at his age, that's a reality of thinking right. about things like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And he said, I, he wouldn't get drafted anyway, actually. I don't think he, he played too much college football, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> He's a little many but he has been deeply focused on this today. Um, at his work, it's all they're talking about, you know, it's been on the tip of everybody's tongue and, you know, helping everyone find their way through this kind of stuff. And I was thinking about, you know, we've all seen wars before, you know, and not liked them. And, and, you know, sometimes the beginning, this kind of stuff is, uh, we know how much worse it could get. And then again, maybe it won't, but I was thinking about that, you know, I don't know if, uh, 
my kids have ever seen anything like this before and been old enough to really internalize it. And they probably haven't. Probably not. Yeah. uh, Helping them, I think, to smudge their house and kind of work on their energy over this will be important for them and for me. You know, it's, it's so important. My son, my son has a big fear of uh, like world war and Mm -hmm. anytime anything like this comes up, he has nightmares about uh, nuclear bombs. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I, I see the same, you know, kind of thing. Like we had this whole conversation about this and, you know, about, you know, we got to stay grounded in what's actually Mm -hmm. happened and doesn't mean that we are personally at risk. We're not, you know, kind of talking through those fears. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But I I really like seeing some of you guys' suggestions. Um, Em said she walks outside barefoot. Mm -hmm. Really smart. I can't do that currently. I mean, I could. But um, it'd be quick. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, but I, I don't want <laughs> But yeah, in the summertime, awesome. Mm-hmm. In the summer, actually, for me, if I'm out of sorts like this, a lot of times we'll drive into the mountains. That does it for me. Yes. Yes, singing, singing. Yeah, Tracy, I agree. A lot of people benefit from conversations like this. Yeah. Carol, I do remember blessing your last house. They're in yes. a new house. Wow, well, wow, wow. I know. We should... Can't go down and bless the new one, huh? Right. No kidding. Love that. Hey, Renee. Uh, let's see. JR said, I use sage and the singing bowl. It helps soothe my anxiety, intrusive, and repetitive thought. Me too. And drumming. Oh, you guys. Drumming is so powerful for really is. just uh, kind of a, right? Both Renees were running late tonight. How funny. You guys are your doppelgangers or something. You are. I don't know if you know each other in real life, but. In my yeah. mind, you are just connected. Right? <laughs> uh, but yes, some kind of vibrational therapy. Drumming, singing bowls, and singing are all vibrational therapy. Right. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. Lynn said, I was in my 20s when Iraq started. And exactly where I was, I stayed up all night hoping no one would die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it is. It's important to teach the kids that cycles happen and that it's the hard things are okay to go through and that it'll be okay, but to also empower them with some energy work, some prayers, some candle work, something that you can do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Definitely. Somebody said also, Oh yeah. Oh, aromatherapy. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely, definitely uh, use that as well. I have a bunch of different roll ons Mm -hmm. um, essential oil roll ons that I keep in my purse and, you know, can pick for whatever is going on that I might need. And that helps me a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Me too. In fact, I put on, without even thinking about it until I just read that from JR, um, there's a blend from Jade Bloom that I love called Harmony. Mm-hmm. And I put Harmony on this morning. Mm-hmm. Actually, when I put Harmony on this morning, I was thinking about little Harmony Montgomery um, oh, and, yeah. and wishing that she would be found. But uh, <laughs> that's uh, Harmony as well. Uh, Jade Bloom, Carol, Jade Bloom is absolutely my jam. Mm-hmm. They're really good. Yeah. In fact, I will share with you a link. I'm an affiliate for Jade Bloom, which is doesn't say much. Jade Bloom is not an MLM, so don't panic. Uh- <laughs> no, we're not all about those MLM oil companies. That's- no, and maybe you some of you aren't as fine. No judgment, yeah. but I've, I've worn out on MLM stuff in my life. Yeah, me too. But I am an affiliate, which basically means if I send people their way, then uh, I get the tiniest of kickbacks, which is kind of nice for, you know, to buy more oils. (laughs) Because you know, that's what I do with it. Anyway, I'll share a link with you guys in case you're interested in an oil company. I will also say though, that um, some oils I would recommend right now when you're feeling like that, this is bergamot. Bergamot is a natural uh, mood stabilizer and grapefruit. So grapefruit is a huge boost to your energy. And then bergamot is a mood stabilizer. So when you use the two of them, it really helps you to kind of get up and stay up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love a blend that I have um, that is... Uh, lemon and peppermint oh yeah that combination is one that will just really bring me up 
quickly. Oh, yeah. Lauren, yeah. I use a roll-on. So they're the little bottles that have the rolly tip top on them. And I just like put them on my wrists and behind my ears and the back of my neck. Mm-hmm. Just rub a little in my palms and breathe it in really good. Mm-hmm. And diffusers too. Yeah. Mm-hmm, for sure. Both for me. I wear oils just about every day. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. So obviously some kind of vibrational therapy, perhaps some aromatherapy, some movement are all ways to help break up some of the staticky energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, of course, you know, being mindful of what you're consuming is important. Mm-hmm. I think music in general, besides singing, just music in general. For sure. And then, of course, <laughs> Carol's using Frankenstein and geranium. I saw that. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say it because it was. I'm laughing about it. That's awesome, Carol. I love it. That Frankenstein oil, man, it's kind of stinky. I don't know. <laughs> Autocorrect doesn't know what it's doing. <laughs> That's too funny. At any rate, so those are all great thoughts. Uh, if you do crystal therapy right now, I would say something that is grounding. Yeah. Like a black tourmaline or a smoky quartz or an obsidian, even a garnet. Mm-hmm. Here's some, uh, this is a petrified petrified wood tree branch. Ah, yes. I really like petrified wood too for grounding. Well, yeah, because it came from trees and trees are like the ultimate grounder, you right. know, because of the roots. Right. Yeah. And then for, because uh, I would say a grounding stone and a crown chakra stone. So, apophyllite, clear quartz, moonstone. Uh, oh, for the love. Herkimer diamond. Labradorite, yes. <laughs> Herkimer diamond was the one I couldn't remember. There we go. Yeah, labradorite. Here's the labradorite. This is the one that stays on my desk. Look at the flash. My God. <laughs> If all I could ever have again was Labradorite, it'd probably be okay. <laughs> it'd probably be okay. Yeah. Um, so what about crystal therapy? How do you do it? People ask us all the time, how do you use your incense? Well, how do you use your crystals? Yeah. So, Christy, do you want to tell us a little bit how about how the properties of crystals are activated? Right. So... Crystals carry an energy of their own. They all carry a charge of some sort. And, and we literally know that because they're used in um, electronics, watches, mm-hmm. computers, that kind of thing, right? They hold a charge and then they release the charge. That's what they do. Yeah. So in order to make that happen for any particular stone that you like is by either placing it under pressure or changing the temperature, mm-hmm. both of which just holding it in your hand will actually do. Mm -hmm. So pretty simple um, to just Mm -hmm. hold a piece. Um, I'm a big fan and I don't have a, the right kind of stone sitting right in front of me. It's all over on my other table. Um, Oh no, that's not true. I have, this is a carnelian palm stone. And so I like stones like this because you rub them with your thumb. It's a great way to, um, release anxiety but it also helps just to absorb the energy of the stone itself for sure yeah uh you can keep stones in your pocket in your bra on your desk i mean in your underpants i that might not be recommended but (laughs) i'm not saying someone hasn't done it because we have seen it all owning Mm -hmm. a metaphysical store you find out People mm-hmm. carry their stones in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had multiple clients that would uh, pin like little lame bags and stuff like that into their clothing in various places. Sometimes like in specific spots, our mom would tape crystals into certain spots. Mm-hmm. Like she'd walk around with a, uh, oh, wow, a citrine. I don't know where it's gone. My brain. Uh, <laughs> with a citrine taped to her solar plexus quite a bit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a part of um, the the theories around crystal layout is yeah. that one of the ways that you can actually do a crystal layout is actually to tape the stones onto your body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty oh, interesting. Has a, has a carnelian almost exactly like this palm stone. That's mm-hmm. cool, Corn. I love carnelian. Love it. Yeah. Sherry says yes. in the bra with no pockets. You know, when I didn't work at home, 
I would have a bra full of stones every day. Yeah. Now that I work from home, they're just pretty much around me and it doesn't matter. But yeah, I can remember doing things like, you know, going into a restroom at a, like a restaurant or something and bending over and having all your crystals fall out <laughs> the bathroom floor and you're trying to gather them up. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Amy says, I carry a bag in my purse all the time and then wear a necklace with tourmaline and a bunch of bracelets. I switch out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wearing your stones. And don't forget to clear them. You know, if you're packing stones around, if you're wearing crystal jewelry every day, clear it. And there's lots of ways. You can just keep a dish of sea salt on your dresser that your stuff goes in when you're not wearing it. That's a really easy way to clear your stuff. Mm -hmm. You can hang them uh, in the window. You who taught us this? You put it to, I can't remember, but to put a suction cup with a hook in your bedroom window and hang your crystal jewelry on it mm-hmm. so that the moonlight clears it at night, which mm-hmm. I think is, is brilliant. Uh, Just don't leave it there all the time because all clear stones, clear mm-hmm. but colored stones will lose their color over time from the sunlight. Yeah, they'll bleach out. Yeah. Yeah, just yep. sit it in salt. Sit it in salt. Yep. That, that's my favorite go-to is just to have a, a pretty dish of salt on your dresser. And when you're not wearing your go-to crystal pieces, they just go in it and then yank them out. And you live with no cats. It's true. You're just I live fancy with no free with these things. <laughs> I cannot imagine a dish of salt in my house. Everyone would have salt on their paws. That's what would be happening. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> that's funny. It's true. Look at me living large. Who knew? <laughs> Corin said, I often have a blue tiger's eye and raw ruby because they seem to boost my energy and focus. Nice. She said, still, I forget they're in there till I'm changing at night and end up with them everywhere. Mm. I had a client one time that told me that she uh, was getting ready for bread and ripped her bra off and flipped a crystal across the room and hit her little girl in the face with it. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> well, the head, like she was okay, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I was like, oh, mom, what? <laughs> yep. Oh, Amy takes hers outside in the full moon. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lynn said, I wondered about this. I bought a bracelet at an estate sale and sat it in the garage for a two, few weeks until I felt good about where it came from. Great idea. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Let, it, let it get cleared. Mm-hmm. A lot of people use uh, energy too. If you do Reiki or another energy modality, you can do that. You can also put them in a singing bowl and sing the bowl. That's a brilliant way to clear stuff. People mm-hmm. used to bring stuff that like wedding rings after the divorce or, you know, stuff like that to us. Mm-hmm. When we had our store and we'd put them in a bowl and like really uh, aggressively vibrate the bowl to really clear stuff big. Mm-hmm. Uh, that works really well. You can drum over stuff too, or use a chime, some kind of vibrational therapy. Really powerful. Sage, for sure. Yep. Uh, oh, Lynn. Oh, no. Carol said, which one is the one that can't do salt water? Selenite. Yeah, don't do salt water for selenite. Um, water calcite. For selenite. Yeah. Calcite, if it's tumbled, is fine. But raw calcite, yeah, can start to break down. Anything that's a little softer, you know, mm-hmm. um, you don't want to put in salt water for sure. Yeah. Well, and the the poisonous stones, I wouldn't put in water either. Honestly. Yeah. Well, malachite for sure. Yeah. Uh, oh, Lauren said eight-year-olds either. Oh. <laughs> Cats and eight-year-olds. Yes. Cats and eight, eight-year-olds. I get them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Em is also wearing an Aura Light necklace. Nice. I am working on the Phonus project with Aura Quartz, you guys. I cannot wait to be able to launch it. But I have a prototype on my desk that's not exactly right, but very close. Oh. So... We are making these candles. I think I showed you guys these last week, but um, my hands aren't big enough. There we go. So we're making these hidden candles and they have the ones that we're going to be launching here in a week or two uh, are going to be full of aura quartz. So angel aura, aqua aura, you know, all the aura quartzes. So they're a hidden candle. So you burn them down. And every so often, a crystal pops out for you to harvest from it. How fun That's is that? Cool. I'm so excited. So thanks for saying our accords, because I've been thinking about that. Yeah. I'm all about those right now. I had a big bag of them. Two bags of them show up yesterday, and I was so mm-hmm. excited. Fun. Yes. Yeah. 
Oh, Amy said, you mentioned that before. I've used it for my singing bowl when I get new cards. Yeah, that's a really mm -hmm. good use. You know what else you can do with your singing bowl is if your plants are sick, seeing the water, put water in the singing bowl and then chime or uh, sing the bowl and get the water all charged up mm -hmm. and then feed it to your plants. They right. love that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Renee said she has to keep her salt ball up where they can't get it. Yeah. Renee, I would like to know where that is because you don't I, I, can't, I can't think of anywhere in my house <laughs> unless it was like inside a cupboard that my one cat likes to jump up on top of the doors in my mm -hmm. house. So, hmm. yeah, no, there is nowhere. <laughs> See, if my pigs could jump, we'd be screwed. We'd have to move out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Rhonda said, yes, please, on the candle. Yeah, Rhonda, they're going to launch an Etsy. I don't know. Maybe as soon as Tuesday. Like, I'll be ready to launch them on Tuesday. But then I'm, I'm going out of town, and I'm a little bit worried about, I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, there's nothing to worry about. It's all fine. Yes, yeah. for the new plant. This is how we will save the jasmine. You're right, right? Sherry. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. <laughs> and, and maybe the orchid, too. You know, one teaspoon at a time. Right. <laughs> yeah. Post my Etsy link. Yes, I will. Uh, yeah, there's lots of stuff coming to Etsy and I keep saying it and not getting stuff up in there, but I really have a lot coming that we've been developing and working yeah, on. You do. I have a to lot. be talked about that. I know. There we go. Well, and like the, the planter I showed you guys tonight with the orchid in it, this lady, uh, I actually found a local plant shop that wants to uh, carry these and some other planters. So I'm really excited about that to get to do some, sell some local art. So yeah, yeah. super cool. Pretty cool stuff. Yeah. Oh, Amy said her cats also go wherever they want. <laughs> they can't always get down, but they can get up. <laughs> oh no. Erin said she's in the shower waiting for the hot water to come back. Oh, Erin. Oh. Like one, one of those kinds of days. Yeah. Not fun. Yeah. Not fun at all. So obviously my last thought on self-care is stuff like this. You know, chats with friends, lighthearted stuff. Mm -hmm. One thing that I really, really like to do and I do every day actually is listen to comedy. Yeah. Listening to comedy really helps me to break up heavier energy, to get out of my head for a little bit of time, to just kind of, you know, shake it up. Mm -hmm. And I like, uh, yeah, so I like Pandora for that, but uh, comedy is a daily for me. Mm -hmm. It is for me too, definitely. You know, the other thing that I love that helps me just sort of get out of my head for a while are audiobooks. Oh, yeah. I listen to a yeah. lot of audiobooks. Um, so, yeah. you know, those are just some ideas of things to add to your toolbox mm -hmm. when it comes to this kind of stress. Mm -hmm. So, you know. Number one key, acknowledge it and mm -hmm. sit with it. And then think about things that you want to do to help break it up. Yep. Yep. Cranky does comedy too. Who do you listen to, Cranky? Mur Murder <laughs> podcast, Melissa. Murder yes, podcast. thank you so much. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. True crime. Yeah, that too. <laughs> oh, Lauren heard about laughter yoga. Okay. We, we tried laughter yoga. Yeah. And we were too silly for it. <laughs> Well, we're always silly and laughing. And so I don't really need yes. laughter yoga to laugh. Like, I don't need help. I got it. It's it's mm -hmm. down. I'm It's in here. All mm -hmm. I got to hear about is Hank the Tank, the 500-pound bear. And that, like, does me for a whole day. All I have to do is just think about him. And then I'm just laughing some more. So, yeah. Yes. Well, oh, by the way, Hank, I read the article tonight, you guys, that said they have now proved with DNA that Hank is being blamed for a lot of break-ins that he didn't do. Sabotage. There are two female bears in the area that are also pulling some bullshit, and it's not all <laughs> Hank. <laughs> so there's, there's quite the mystery going on in Tahoe here with these bears. So anyway, Hank is definitely off the chopping block, and they're trying to decide which uh, sanctuary to move him to. It looks like they have a few that uh, stepped up and said they would take him. But uh, yes, DNA for the win. Good job, Amy. <laughs> Hank is innocent. <laughs> oh, oh so poor Hank. <laughs> oh, Lynn said, I'm afraid. Too silly for laughter yoga, then it really isn't laughing yoga. 
okay, it's very specific. Like, for example, the, the group that we went to, like, you're supposed to like walk up to certain people and like, look at each other and ho, 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 ho. And I, I couldn't, I could, I felt too stupid. Yeah. Well, and then there's like quiet spots where you're not supposed to be laughing. And that's mm -hmm. definitely all the places I will laugh because mm -hmm. that's, I've been doing that my whole life. Whenever mm -hmm. it was quiet in church, who was laughing? Well, we were. That's why <laughs> so, we're not allowed at church. We were yeah. not, we were not good at church. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Poor Hank. He's been blamed for a lot of things he didn't do just because he's fat. Yeah. yeah. It's just not really nice. Poor Hank. But. <laughs> Hank has a glandular problem, you guys. I think he does. <laughs> well, at any rate, now we know Hank is off the hook. He's okay. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Michelle said she watched that bit video of the hockey bear falling down weeks ago. And my family had such a good laugh. <laughs> that is one of the funniest videos I've ever seen, Michelle. Like, it just goes on forever. That poor mascot in the, in the uh, like, polar bear costume on the ice. When look it up. Off. If you've not seen it, look oh it up. Gosh. It is worth all your time. When he falls on his face at the end, <laughs> it just stays there. He's done. He's defeated. It's <laughs> yeah, over. he's just like, that's it. Please don't help me up. Just drag me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm, it's over. Oh, my God. Too funny. Yeah. So, yes. Laughing. <laughs> oh, Cranky said the Eurovision movie with Will Ferrell on, Ferrell on Netflix is hilarious. I haven't seen it. I'll have mm, to go watch I mean, it. I love Will Ferrell. This is though. good. Yeah. Ice <laughs> videos are always great. I can't ever get over every year. You see the one of the uh, girl that takes the video of her stepdad going to work <laughs> and he walks outside and he's in like dress clothes and dress, dressy like men's dress <laughs> shoes. And he hits that ice and he literally skates, like almost surfs all the way to the bottom of a very steep driveway. <laughs> you know, he gets to the end and you think he's okay. Like, okay, maybe he's going to make it then. And he falls. <laughs> oh yeah. Ice falls the best. Mm -hmm. I don't know how he gets back up. I wondered. He probably had to take his shoes off. <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> maybe he's got grippy uh, socks on. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Maybe in these cases, he needs crampons. Yeah. Just to get to the car. Yeah. It sounds, seems as though. Well, yeah. you know, my husband is a home inspector. And so uh, he does a lot of bank inspections. So there's a few days a month where there's a big push on those. And he'll have like 30 in a couple of days. And so I usually ride along because they're long days. And he needs my sparkling personality in the car. So, well, uh, of course. You know, keep him going. And anyway... <laughs> He has had a, so many falls <laughs> and I always miss them. And then he'll come back and be like, did you see that? No, damn it. No, he misses. Anyway, he had one <laughs> coming out of this guy's driveway. This guy had to have polished cement. He, he came here from California and in California, that's probably a little oh. more normal. Yeah, but he insisted on polished cement for his entire driveway. And it is just a freaking skating rink. It's horrible. So Scott is trying to edge down that, <laughs> that uh, driveway and he fell and his phone went one way and his clipboard went another. <laughs> it was a really bad scene. <laughs> when he got back to the car, he was so pissed he couldn't even talk. Oh, Yeah. Also, uh, Cranky thought you said tampons, not crampons. tampons. <laughs> he needs tampons to quit falling down. Yes. <laughs> well, Matea bought Scott crampons for his shoes for uh, Christmas as a joke, but, <laughs> but the real crampons, not the tampons. Amy said, with all the ice I have right now, I might be one of those videos tomorrow. I'll share if it happens. Oh, Amy. Please do. Have you seen the UPS delivery ice push? Mm-mm. Have to look that up. And I'm gonna have to go and look. Yeah, this is what we're gonna spend the rest of our weekend doing watching yeah. videos of people falling down. Yes, oh, it's my favorite thing. It's terrible, but it's my favorite thing. <laughs> Amy said she thinks if you tape some tampons to your shoes, it would give you some traction. This is true, that is true in a mm -hmm. pinch. Yeah, if you pour a little kitty litter as you go as well, and you're not gonna roll down the hill. Right. Oh, he pushes the box up the driveway. Oh, I have to go find that. Oh, I have seen that one. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. Okay. Oh, winter. Why do we do these things? Well, right? we really better go. Carol, thank you so much for being here. Mm-hmm. All righty. Oh no, Rhonda's first worst fall. She split her pants. Oh dear. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, I'm very oh, sorry, no. but that's hilarious. <laughs> that sounds like something um, well, Scott would do. What? No. <laughs> All righty, you guys, we had better go. So we will be back on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday with all of our regular jazz. We'll be back Wednesday night for case updates and then Thursday night for the Psychic Hour. And next week will be the mm-hmm. first of the month. So it'll be marching orders. Yes, and we're going to do them on time this month just for fun. I know. We're actually going to do them. <laughs> I don't know what the hell happened last month. I still don't know. But it's fine. It was probably just what it needed to be. But probably hang in there, you guys. Take good care of yourselves. Take good care of each other. It's going to be okay. Alrighty, well, you have been listening to the Psychic Hour here on, what is this, True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Have a good night, guys. Take care. Bye, everybody.